Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. James, you got to go to Wisconsin with us, dude. Yeah, I'll have to fly up. You yeah. just have to go. It's, uh, it's the craziest thing you ever seen to see them fish up there spawning in that or getting ready to spawn in that shallow water. And and uh, you and I was just talking about the carp spawn, and I didn't know that the males beat the eggs out of the females. I don't think that'd go over too well around here, but uh, <laughs> it was sure interesting to watch those carp spawn. I mean, it really was, and um, everything up there had it going on. But, but we'll get to, to more of that in just a little bit. Uh, right. I want to welcome everybody to the show, and we're so glad that you made it. I have one tournament result, James, for this week, and it's the Catfish Pirates Gathering on Saturday the 15th at Prairie Creek Reservoir in Muncie, Indiana. Uh, first place was Chris DeBusk and Elliot Conrad, three fish limit of 36.11 pounds. Second place was Chris Wallace and David Lockridge, three fish limit of 32.13 pounds. Third place was Justin Newby and... Tim Messersmith, three fish limit of 27.10 pounds. And fourth place was John Corn and Travis Sherman, three fish limit of 27.2 pounds. And Chris DeBusk with a big fish of 14.1 uh, pound channel cat. That's a pretty I good see. channel cat right there. Yeah, I assume that's what that tournament was, was channels. Yep, all channel cats. And they had a great time and and a uh, pretty good way in for three fish on channel cat now it is it just is so uh what do you say we go with some of the people we got in chat tonight james that worked but while we're talking about tournaments i was telling you justin and and shane's going to fish a tournament this weekend and it's actually going to be a grand slam tournament too oh great yep uh so he's gonna he's got a little secret recipe he's gonna break out for the channel cats and see how it works up there it's on high rock. Neither one of them's ever fished high rock for uh, catfish. Well, good luck. Justin you. fished it. I think Justin fished it years ago, back when his bass fishing days, but had never put a catfish rod in there. So they're going to swing for the fences like they always do. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's shout out some names. All right. I got uh, Junior Proctor, Blue Dog Fishing, Philip Williams, Creole Catfishing, your boy Troy Catfishing. Whoop, it moved on me. Now I got to go find it again. Uh, Chris Houston, I hope I got that right. If I didn't, send me a message. We'll get it right the next time. Uh, <laughs> welcome. That's a new name for uh, for me. Mad Catter Catfishing. I met met him up there in Wisconsin again this year. Uh, it's where I met him the very first time. We're going to talk about some stuff that he has donated us to give away a little later in the show, James. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, just he, he goes up there, I think, every year. He got a little bit of extra sunburn this year, and he wanted to go home and spend some time with his wife, but his, him and his son was up there, caught a bunch of fish, and had a great time. So go, Catfish and Crappie Mark, Finn Seeker TV, uh, Muskrat Adventures, JP3, Avid, So go, Paula Smith. I've seen the Cross family in here, Country Bull Catfishing. Jason Lamb, Philip Williams, the squirrels in the house, Mike Irvin, I think you just said him, Creoles in the house. I'm trying to catch up. I scroll back to the top, but it only let you go so far. Yeah, Tim Molina. Paula Smith. Uh, Fins and Fines. We'll be having him on the show next weekend or next Monday night. 
Cool. Yep, that'll be cool. fun. It'd be great yep. to have him on here. Yeah. Uh, the haze. See the haze in here. Joe Buck 66. Miss D. Ernie Brown. Him and Chrissy was up there. Man, great folks. We had a wonderful time with them. Roger's in the house. Miss D looked like she had so much fun up there. She did have a good time. So did Betty and Brandon and their son. What a polite, courteous young man. Looks like he could move the world. All you have to do is flex a little bit. You know, <laughs> a real, real man's man right there. Every time he gets to be a little older, he'll be he'll be a horse now. There you go. Uh, there's Brad Banks. Uh, trying to catch up to where you was at. I'm just scrolling, trying to pick up the ones we missed. Yeah. It's hard to do. It really is. I know that there was some in here before. Um, I'll go back down through here. Sean Abney, Dale Acewood. I see Ace, Avid, Weekend Anglers. Uh, some Weekend Anglers wanted me to ask you about fish grips. Weekend Angler. Fish grips. <laughs> I was going to get a picture of that. And uh, James, you have to understand with those many clowns is gathered up there in one pile. Um, there was some things that went on that brought a lot of entertainment to a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure every one of your jaws was hurting before the weekend was over, wasn't it? it they was. And Betty had <laughs> actually mentioned that. Um, there's Maurice Kaysen. Welcome, Maurice. Uh, that she, her jaws actually hurt. SK Crappie Catching Adventures. Welcome. Uh, that her jaws actually hurt uh, from laughing. And, and it was just that way the whole time. Lee Reed's in the house. Uncle Lou, welcome. The Chad. James Dockery Fishing is in the house. I know he is because I've seen him before the show started. Yep. And there's Mindy Hogan with Uncle Lou. Yes. Ryan Bolts. I don't know if we said his name before. Sean Abney. Kyle Meadows in the house. <laughs> we got a bunch of good people. If we miss your names, guys and gals, we do apologize. We'll try to catch you. If we miss it on through here, throw a hand yep. up. We'll get you. Give yep. a shout out. And we we want to make sure that everybody gets there gets brought to uh, the forefront if we can do it. Uh, James, before we get rolling, uh, I have another announcement that I'd like to make, and this one is really important. Yes. Uh, this shirt right here means so much to me. It's from Fishing for Freedom in Quincy, Illinois. Their tournament's coming up the first weekend in June. They need 30 boaters to get the amount of warriors they have to take out. If you are on the line about going to this tournament and taking out a, one of the true heroes of the United States, please don't hesitate. Get signed up. They're running out of rooms for people. If you need a room, a hotel room up there, they will pay for your hotel room if you are, if you, uh, are over uh, one hour, but they're running out and they need 30 boaters. Um, they might get away with a few less than that, but some people will have to take two and three people with them in their boats if they have pontoons and things like that. This is the most important thing that you can do to thank our military personnel. If you go one time, 
you will go back. It is that rewarding of an experience. It's the most wonderful thing that you can do. These people give everything for us. It's a four-hour tournament, folks. You can do that. Again, now we're going to be mentioning this on through the night. We'll be talking about it. Uh, James has agreed to talk about it for us on Wednesday night so we can get these motors, and we'll be talking about it again on Thursday night. By Thursday night, I hope that we have the 30 boaters that we need. These people work really hard to put this together, and surely we can come up with 30 more boaters to take our heroes out for a day of fishing. Yep. It's uh it's most important mile. That's why the tournament I do and the tournament that they do, and there and we're not the only ones. There's That's other tournaments across this country Great. for our veterans and stuff. And if you can't go, guys and gals, send them five dollars. Yep. Send them ten dollars. Yep. If you got to send them a hundred dollars, they can. It, it don't matter the amount. Is just let them know that you're willing to help and you appreciate everything that they're doing for the veterans. That's right. Uh, and, and it will be appreciated, I promise you. It, it will, will be appreciated. Gonna, they put these guys up. They feed people for a couple of nights. Um, they take them trap shooting. They take them fishing. They take them out archery shooting. They have a dance. Usually, I assume that that's going to be going on this year. There's so many things that, that's available to you to do. And Quincy has everything in the world. So if you're... A uh, significant other, wife, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, wants to is a shopper, they got it. If it's outdoor stuff, they got it. If it's clothing and stuff, they got it. it it's Quincy, Illinois. It's a, it's a, it's not the biggest city in the world, but they got everything the big cities has got. And they got some really good food. So, uh, and believe you me, I know about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, please, please consider taking out one of our heroes to this. And like I say, we'll be talking a little bit more about that later in the show. But James, um, if you get the chance to go up to uh, Madison, Wisconsin, to one of these things where we go up there, and, and I think that we're going to be going back up there again, probably every year. Um, everybody had that much fun. Right. Um, I don't know how many people set a personal best of one kind or another, but there were a lot of them. Uh, I know. Um, Brian Bortz, uh, I if you will wait till after the show, I will send you a phone number and you can call this lady and she can tell you if if they would allow you to bring two kayaks and take somebody out. I don't know, but if they will, she'll know, and I'll send you her number as soon as the show's over. Thank you so much. Um, I know for a fact that Katie Dockery said a personal best on Channel Cat twice in about 15 minutes. Dang right. <laughs> Dang right. <laughs> I don't know how big our, our first one was when we got there. It wasn't very much. And uh, the first one that she caught was around 12 pounds, and she busted a, a 17 or an 18 the very next fish. And I think she caught eight fish that day, and and she caught a couple of 18s. Uh, I don't remember what they all was, but there was only two small channel cat or three caught but she caught a pound and a half bullhead. 
That's, that's a, a big old bull head I've seen in years. It was a it was a monster. And um, you know, I caught one and I caught a, a northern pike, which I had never caught a northern pike before. And James caught a couple of fish that first day. And he got a hold of that big one. He got a he caught a 27-pound channel cat. And um they can call him angry all he wants. He was not angry at that point. <laughs> he was all smiles, having a big time. And, uh, you know, Cindy and I had so much fun with Katie and James in the boat with us. It was amazing. Uh, I know that they enjoyed themselves. If they didn't, they lied to me all week because uh, I know they had a great time. And we did. We enjoyed having them in the boat. It was a lot of fun. And then a 27 pound channel cat, I'd still be smiling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. And then, you know, That's we'd a be sitting, yeah, we'd be sitting there and, and somebody's phone would go off and they'd say, Oh, such and such just got a a 20 or an 18 or a 27 or a 28 or whatever it was. And there's just people busting them big fish just right and left. It was um it was a great weekend. And now Cindy, a, the first day something happened that shocked me. Cindy that? didn't catch a fish the first day. Really? Didn't catch a fish. But she was having as much fun back there watching Katie as I was. And oh, yeah. James and I let them have the back of the boat. We sat up in the front and we was netting fish and helping them get them in and out. And uh, But she caught a 16 the next day, and that kind of made up for her. So. Oh, yeah. 16-pound cast nothing to sneeze at. 16-pound channel, I don't give a crap, man. That's a good freaking fish, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I seen something here. They're going, chat's going so fast, I really haven't been watching it. Michael Murillo says, so is it that easy up there? Michael, it can be. It, it can be really easy. You need good bait. Um and you need to to find a place. The weeds was so thick this year that you had to try to find a spot where I was at to get the bait to where the weeds wasn't. But James and I, the last day that we fished, we figured out something. And uh, we'll be doing that next year, and I think it'll make a, a world of difference uh, on how we fish and, and – um, how we approach what we're going to be doing because we discovered something that um, I know is going to work. I, yeah, I Weekend Angler said he had to save you from the seaweed monster. He did. Uh, <laughs> Josh was really cool. We come in to pick up James and Katie, and we would was hurrying trying to get back because they're sitting on the bank, and it was like a 45-minute run back to where we was at. And the, the weeds had balled up on the prop of our big motor and on the trolling motor. Uh, Dang, right. And Josh was good enough to pull up behind the back of the boat and knock it all off. And there had been some crap got on the transducer. Of course, it doesn't do no good. <laughs> Two foot no. of water, that transducer ain't doing you no good anyhow. But, yeah, yeah uh, he helped us get, get the, the crap off of that motor and, and it, you know, it's this big round. It's this gigantic thing of weeds. But I guess I was just clearing out a path for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, what is the there's a speed restriction on the lake? No, but you but can't how open it up and blow it off. Of water. Only two foot of water. How fast you want to go? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, because every time, if you would try to give it any more throttle, uh, it'd just stick the motor down mud. Yeah. So, I mean, you just idle around. That's where we was at. Now, before James and Katie got there, we was over on Mendota, and uh, I was trying out them Junior Proctor planer boards. Man, do they jump out to the side. They work really, really well. Uh, I, I was really impressed with those. We had a wonderful time over there, but we didn't get to stay long because when Katie and James got there, I wasn't right. going back through that long trip to get where we was at. Right. But it, Mendota is a lot deeper lake. Uh, we found fish in deep water, but I think everybody that caught fish over there uh, fished the shallow water like we did. They just didn't have the weeds and stuff. But I was more familiar with that because that's where we fished the last time. And, right. You know, it was well, good. I mean, if you get in that weedy area, your daggum debt finder really ain't no good, is it? No, no, it's useless. It's yeah. useless. Side imaging in some spots you could use. Um, we did use that. Um, I never even lowered the 360 unit down. Um, seen no reason to. Yeah, I mean, you try to shoot through all those weeds, and I'm sure it started. I'm sure it starts giving you interference. Oh, it inst pardon me, instantly, instantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, and it three foot out. deep, you ain't gonna see but that much. That much of the dang gun bottom, uh, anyway. That's, that's exactly right. Uh, there's just not. Let's see. Hang on. My answer to that question. Um, but yeah, it it is a wonderful fishery. Um, I had heard that. Uh, some people didn't think that it was quite as good as it was before. And we didn't catch as many fish uh, as we did the last time. But I got to tell you something, James. You don't catch the same amount of fish every time you go out. Or no, because the peak might have been two weeks prior to you getting there or two weeks after you left. Well, I know that Troy Hansen and Amy had been up there. Uh, he told me three weeks in a row, so... There was going to hit that. It wouldn't surprise me if you drove up there next week and Troy and Amy wasn't up there again. Right. Uh, it's that good a fishery, and they're only, what did he tell me, three hours from it or something. Yeah, and Mark right. said he wasn't, what, an hour and a half away? Yeah. An hour and 15 minutes? Yeah, he's, um, we left a long time before he did. He got home. We wasn't even halfway. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good deal for him. If I lived as close to as Mark does, I'd wear that place out. Yeah, Mark said he'll be back next week. <laughs> I'd have seen it in the day. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I mean, it's it's that great. There's has life in here. Palmetto cats. Yeah. Uh, Sogo, Big Slim ninety one. Art you know, one fishing club three plus one outdoors. We got a. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff we noticed down here, Lyle has went to the beds a little bit late. Some went early. Some went late. Uh, and I'm sure it's like that across the country because our weather was so crazy this year. Uh, it has been. It has uh, been. We had a lot of uh, later major rains, but it was cold rains. Yes. You know, usually by this time of year, we start having our warmer rains coming in and warming the water up pretty fast. Well, we actually had the opposite. We had some colder rains come through dropped down from the north and actually cooled our at one at one time our lakes is up like 71 and after about three rains it dropped it down to 64 yeah you know and I, I don't know if that slowed them down from headed up to the beds or what but 
I'm sure the same thing could happen up there in Mendota. Is uh, oh, I'm sure it is. Um, you that's know, not we, lake change is easy. That, that's exactly right. Now we um, we drove home yesterday uh, eleven hours and never had a drop of rain. I woke up at two o'clock this morning and it was pouring and it rained all night. It's rained almost all day and oh. it's supposed to continue through the entire week. So we had, coming my days, way. we had four great days up there and it's a good damn thing. <laughs> Dang, that means it's going to be coming our way. Well, you know, I hate to say that it's going to be going your way, but if it means you to shove it on away from me, I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> dude, it, it's a, I, it's just unbelievable. I knew it was going to rain last night. We went ahead and unloaded, of course, to right. make sure that we got everything that we was worried about getting wet to keep from getting wet. And it's a good thing. Yep. Yep. It sure is. But guys and gals, I'm going to let you know. Patriot James getting ready to get back on the water. The boat's washed. I pulled it out of the shed and cleaned that rascal up. Lyle, you wouldn't think. I got I built that 30 by 40 shed where Richard Richard Warshaw helped me get it. A bunch of other guys come and help. We got it up. I got two big oversized containers off each side of it, which makes walls. You wouldn't think that boat get that freaking dirty underneath an open shed. <laughs> The pollen and the dust, I guess, because when I cut grass, I stir up dust out here. Yeah. You know, grass don't grow around trees. That boat was so freaking nasty that I had to mix up with my soap that stuff you spray and clean the mold and stuff off your decks and stuff with to cut that junk. Yeah. I told Don, I said, when I get through, I'm going to actually put the cover back on the boat and then put it underneath the shed. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You know, um, the pollen was bad up there where we was at, too. Um, because I always know because Cindy's allergy starts bothering real bad. Somebody yeah. else's was, too. And I'm not sure. It was one of the other girls. Don't remember which one it was. But, uh, man, we've, we've met some, some really cool people up there. Some of them we've known online for a long time. Right. And some of them we haven't. But... Um, Everybody that showed up there was happy. There was no animosity. There's no crying and whining and none of that. Everybody was laughing and smiling, having a good. We done two shows up there on Thursday night, right out in the parking lot, basically, uh, of the motel we stayed in. And we was right beside the highway. I'm impressed by the fact that we didn't have a bunch of road noise because yeah. it was nuts. But it yeah. was uh, it was great. Uh, again, we're at uh, 25 minutes after 7. I want to remind you all that we need 30 boaters for Fishing for Freedom. Please consider signing up and calling up and getting signed up for that. Uh, if you have a big boat and you're capable of taking more than one person, please let them know because we need to make this happen. If you need a room to stay in while you're up there, there is only like five left, so be sure to get signed up and get you a, one of the rooms that won't cost you things to stay up there. And if you can't do it and you got family members or friends out in that area, call them up. Say, look, I know you ain't doing this, but it's time for you to step up and do it. That's exactly right. Michael Marillo, 
Mr. Dockery was there and wasn't crying. He wasn't <laughs> whining. He was smiling. It was unbelievable. It really was. And I got to tell you, James and Katie brought me some, some treats. They're called Western Smokehouse. They're the ends off of beef sticks. James, they're pretty ready. Oh, I hear you. All kinds of different flavors. They was really good. Them women, Cindy and Chrissy Brown and Betty and Dee and whoever all else was involved, I really don't know, um, fixed a meal out there off the grass in that parking lot the other day. We had pork chops and we had hot dogs and we had hamburgers. We had fried potatoes. Um, I don't know what all else, but a lot. And it was awesome. It, it really was awesome. If you didn't get enough, it was pretty much your own fault because there was leftovers. I know because I went back for some of them. Uh, but that's how I am, you know. But, uh, but it, it was good. Lyle, when you got friends and family, or friends that's together like that, it's really closer than family most of the times. I wouldn't care if the food tastes like dirt. It still tastes good because you're there having a good time and it just yeah. the camaraderie is just amazing. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, and good food on top of it. Lord yep. have mercy. You set Dave up for Fox life. Hunter just joined us. You know, we sat outside and uh, if it got cold, the people that own the motel would let us go right in there and they had a bunch of tables and stuff and we'd sit there and we'd, I've been places where they actually made us go outside because we was too loud in them right. motels when a bunch of us get together. But these guys just let us go, and we 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 tried to keep it to a normal level. It's just hard to do when you've got uh, when you got Ernie and and you got uh, Parker and and you got Rob up there and and Mark and Dockery and Chad and and. Um, you know, everybody that was there, and Josh, we went out to eat the last night as kind of a see you later. We're going to be taking off in the morning, and we filled up a big table at a restaurant that the girls had found that had a high star rating. Hell, if all they got to do is feed me, I don't care how good it is, I'm going to eat. But this yeah. place was really good. And uh, the people that owned it, I believe she said was Albanian. They put on a spread and, and the food was good and it was, wasn't was terribly priced high and they let us have that as long as we wanted it. I mean, that's that's all you ask for. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It's kind of well, like when we was out seeing you, you know. Yeah. We uh, stay out there at the motel and do what we want to do and nobody whined about it. Yeah. I'm sure a place like that is used to big crowds coming in to fish them lakes. Uh and they, 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 yeah, they'd have to get used to it or they'd lose business. Well, I'll tell you, James, the guy that actually was either the owner or the manager, he said, be sure and call if you're coming up next year. I'll give you a block of rooms and a discount rate. He wanted us to come back. Oh, I hear you. There you go. That's that, like that, always good. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's good on his part, but it's good for y'all, too, uh, or anybody that's wanting to go. We uh, uh, the the when you was asking me about the um, fish grippers, I'm not sure who it was. I think Josh might have had something to do. With weekend that. angler asked about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure it was him that started, but I, I know he had something to do with it. 
um, they had some of these little roll stickers that I guess they use in uh, nurses use them on different things that you're not to do and to do with certain right. instruments. Well, they was on my fish grippers and um, the little sticker that was on there, they didn't have to worry about that was never going to happen. <laughs> you know, um, they was they was on other people's fishing reels and their anchors, and it was just a big hoo-ha. Everybody had a blast. But that's what you do when a bunch of people like that get together. I mean, uh, oh god, yeah. It it really it was was really a, a fun trip. If the last one was fun, this was more fun. Um I I think that this is probably be going to become a uh, yearly thing. And uh, I know uh, the sad part is Jerry, the guy that lives up there that I put everybody in contact with that makes the decision on when they're going to have it and all the stuff. We went over and had uh, a fish fry with them. Um, what was it? Saturday night, Friday night, Friday night. And uh, he had actually basically had a heart attack that day. And, really? uh, yeah. And w we was all just shocked that he even showed up. I looked up and there he was and he was in the boat and took Chrissy and Ernie Brown out the next day. Uh, but yeah, he was, he was in pretty bad shape. They gave him the shock treatment on his chest and all that stuff. So, uh, I hope uh, old bird. he is, he's a, and a super nice guy, but I, uh, a bunch of them was talking about next year, maybe just renting a, uh, a campsite over there where they camp and uh, and just paying for that for all of us to have our get together there and our meal and, and oh, all that. Because that, you know, I don't know how many there was, but you can look at that picture. That one picture has all of them that was going to be there before we decide to come and then all of us too. So right. uh, you guys get a chance, look at some of the pictures. I know that uh, Chad and Dee and James and Katie and Cindy and and Betty and uh, Brandon and uh, Mark, they've all got pictures up and Josh and, and Christina and Chrissy and, and Ernie, everybody does. Uh, Chris and Tally, they all got, um, they all got all kinds of pictures and stuff up. I didn't do much picture taking this weekend. I tried to shoot some video and it uh, didn't work out uh, to where it could. Uh, for one reason, I forgot my tripod didn't work That just, you know, it ain't like I ain't got four or five of them laying around here, but anyhow, it didn't work <laughs> out. Uh, <clears throat> but we'll do. We'll try to do better next time and and get some. But there was a, a lot of great, a, a lot of great video shot up there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm no hey, doctor, Mel. but I would not suggest going fishing and having a fish fry the day that you have a heart attack. That's just my armchair medical. <laughs> That's a fact, Peter. But. But Jerry's a special guy, and he wants to make sure that everybody has a good time, and that's that's the kind of guy that he is. And I know uh, Mad Catter can can attest for that. He knows him as well as anybody. And and speaking of Mr. Mad Cat, uh, I got to visit with him here a while back, and he told me that he was going to build a rod rack for me um, to give away. And he did, and he brought it up there, and I have it out in my garage, and I will have some pictures taken. I just had too much stuff going on today, being gone all them days. I will get some pictures of this taken. And, James, here's what we want to do with this. 
We've got to figure out how to do it. We are going to give this rod rack away, and it is beautiful. We're going to give it away to a veteran. Um, so any of you that has relatives that, that catfish that watch the show, um, tell them to sign up. They need to be a uh, they need to be a subscriber to our YouTube channel. That's the only thing that I'm going to ask. And they'll sign up and we'll put all of them's name in the drawing. We'll probably run it a month. And then we're going to give that away. Now, he also gave me a box of other stuff. I don't have it all sorted out yet to what it's going to be. But, uh, but there's some bobbers and different things. And we'll be doing drawings for that. And we want to thank him so much for, for helping us out with that. It, it's really outstanding uh, to get that done. Uh, and, oh, I forgot to tell you, James. Betty Cross had a birthday while we was up there. Yes. And so did James Dockery. But he didn't bother to tell us. Mm. I tried to get not knowing, not knowing that it was his birthday the next day. Yeah. Josh and I tried to get the ladies at the at the restaurant to sing happy birthday to him the day before his birthday. <laughs> and we had no idea his birthday was the next day. We just wanted to sing to him. You and, just want to get him embarrassed, but you well, they don't do that. So no. <laughs> it's too bad. But um, yeah, we had no idea the next day was his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I seen uh, I seen Betty's birthday come up on my Facebook thing and I about the time that Mark went live. So I was on there live and they was within shouting distance of Mark at that time. Yep. So we hollered at it as a bunch of us come online and hollered at her. So uh, that was good. I mean, that's a pretty good birthday present right there. Been upset up her Mendota catching big she, old channel cats. She caught a giant too. That yeah. day. She, she really did. I don't remember it's 27 or 28 pounds. Brandon caught one right at 30, 29, yeah. seven. Yeah. Giant. Dang, right. Giants. We, uh, Cindy took some cinnamon rolls up there, James. And I'm I jealous. Never, Tell her I'm mad. I'm mad. I, I ain't get no cinnamon rolls. I never got one till we got there. <laughs> I smelt them in the house for two days. I smelt oh. them all the way in the truck, all the way up there, and didn't even get the sample one. Oh. But the Chad did. He yeah. sampled a lot of them. Yeah, Cindy, my I, you see the tear in my eyes. <laughs> you made a long trip out here and didn't bring Patriot James one. You gonna have to send me the recipe now. <laughs> I tell you, uh, they was very popular up there. I promise. Oh, you. I'm sure. I got an idea about that, James. What's I really that? think if she does that again, I should auction them off. I think so too. You know, auction Might them take a little off. bit. You'd probably pay for your trip if you'd done that, Lyle. It, See how at least far the gas in, in Lyle's gas fund. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to fly out and go to that. That's uh, it, it was a blast. It really was. Um, I seen where David Martin's going to have to have neck surgery. They're oh, probably wow. going to have to. They're probably going to have to fuse a couple of discs. Uh, he's going to go for a second opinion. So I've got to get with him before he does that to go to Roadhiss. There's a lake up here that he swears up and down. And I've heard it before that the channel cat fishing is good there. Uh, he said, you know, don't be surprised for a 20 pounder. Thank you, Mad Catter. Thank you so uh, much. For just one cinnamon roll. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, my home lake don't have any big channels like that no more. So I've got to go. I love that fish. And I, me and you talked about it before. A channel cat and a flathead have so many mannerisms that are so close. It might be why so many of them little, little channel cats get eaten is because they they want some of the same environment as the flatheads. That's right. Then the flatheads come in and eat their little tails. I, I seen something, and I don't remember ever seeing it before, and Dockery pointed it out to me. You remember I always told you how dark black those channel cat was, and they had the real long. Yeah. Creo, thank you so much. Thank Start you. the bid for <laughs> <laughs> These fish had uh, <clears throat> ready to spawn. They had some of their whiskers bit off short. The <clears throat> ones underneath their chin was bit right next to their skin in some instances. I've never know. seen that before. Was they bit off or they got some kind of parasite? Well, I think they was bit off. That's what they appeared to be to me. And others well, they already didn't have get, it at all. And some of them were longer. Right. Was some of the fish beat up or yeah. Or they... James caught one that was 17 or 18 pounds, and it had a mark across its head where a bigger one had had a hold of it. It was a big fish, uh, and a bigger one had had a hold of it and left mouth mark on it. You've seen that before, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it uh, they really got got a hold of it. There's one over outdoors has joined us. Wiles whiskey, Mr. Fishing Fetish. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nita. <laughs> hey, there's fishing with Robbie. You guys get a chance to go check out his latest video. I watched it last night. Done a really good job on that. Uh, Lyle whiskers do get parasites. I thought they I do. had heard that okay. before. That's new to me. Yep, I thought I had heard that before. Uh, it, that may be some of what's going on up there. I don't know. But it, it sure looked, some of them was longer, some of them was full length, and some of them was right next to us. That's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Yeah, because I was, you know, you had told me that about the long whiskers before, before y'all was even talking about going up there. And, yeah. uh, and but I never heard anybody on any of their videos or, or pictures really showing them real long whiskers. Right. And I and I wasn't even thinking about asking you about that till you just brought that yeah. up. Uh, I see that David Martin has joined us from the boat. Good. There's Epic. Hey, Epic, how you doing? But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a long Betty. trip. I, I really think that we should probably start planning right now for next year. Probably wouldn't hurt. He says they rub them off on rocks and concrete. They hide under. That makes sense, too. Betty said they rub them off on all them damn weeds. <laughs> There's plenty of them up there. There, there is plenty of them up there. Justin's fishing fetish. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm just glad everybody made it there safe. And back. Had a great time and made it home safe. Yeah, uh, and we did. You know, everybody had, and everybody, I, I, I honest, honestly cannot imagine anybody saying they didn't have a good time. I just, I didn't, uh, we had a wonderful time. Uh, the trip up there and back was fun. Um, the roads are just like they are after every winter, you know, how they get rough and this and that, but, yeah. um, it's pretty, it was pretty good. 
the, the roads wasn't terribly bad and uh, uh, we stop a lot, but uh, hey, we wasn't in no hurry. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. You ain't used to ruining, ruining your trip, you know, with yeah. car trouble or nothing like that. Take your time and enjoy the scenery because each state has something beautiful going on in it and you you passing through new areas, you might as well enjoy it. How many we got in chat there? Oh, 89. I had 97 a while ago. Yeah, 59 thumbs up and one thumbs down. And somebody said that somebody didn't get a cinnamon roll reason they got a thumbs down. That could Guys, <laughs> we always get that thumbs down by the time the show gets started on That's his right. on this show and on my show and a few other shows. Yeah, so. Mark does. He's already got one. His show ain't even started yet. Yeah. Wow, how many of you did you catch on chicken? Jello Dieter chicken. Mr. Gadget, I didn't catch that on chicken. They don't chicken's not allowed in my boat. Dockery agreed, so we was good with that. Uh, I do know that there was a guy up there. I'm not gonna mention anybody's name, Parker. <laughs> but he did take he did take some chicken and caught a couple of fish on that. Um skins and scales. Welcome. Uh, Brad, Dieter, but uh, yeah, Dieter uh, and I had a conversation here a while back. We're going to have to get that planned uh, and get it set out. Uh, we're going to have a little competition, and Dieter is going to use chicken, and I'm going to use something else. There you go. And uh, we'll have a, we're going to have some fun with that. Win, lose, or draw. We'll, we're going to have some fun with that, and uh, we'll get marked and narrated and, and uh, keep us in line. I don't, you know, I know Dieter, you know, he's got, somebody's got to keep him in line. Yeah. No, Dieter, I'm not going to Catapalooza. I got, uh, we got weekend work up there at the Veterans Home this weekend. So, no, I will not be going to Catapalooza. I'd love to, uh, but uh, work at the Veterans Home takes priority over something like that. Well, and, and I've got, uh, I think we've got the next three weekends tied up with events and stuff that we've got to have to go to so um i wonder what a vendor table at the catapalooza cost i i do not know i can't tell you yeah he is good with his chicken you're correct but yeah. i think oh, he yeah. pre-cook it or something season yeah. it up he you know he's got to do something well i'm still waiting on somebody to come down with a daggum <laughs> salad manelli and daggum crap herself to death before they can get off the water you know that could happen um I, you know, honest to God, and, and the guys using that chicken, it'd probably be to their advantage if they use gloves to bait their hooks and stuff because of that, uh, especially if you was a smoker or if you was planning on eating uh, while you're out on the boat because that's kind of dangerous. Uh, I know that that's where a lot of uh, stomach issues come from. What was that? He said... He tried to get a hold of Betty and D and was going to give them his spots. Well, I'm glad you didn't because they caught enough fish if it was. Hey, Laura, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, I mean, even if you don't touch your face or your mouth with it, if you touch your rods, yeah, your steering wheel of your boat, your anything. seats, that's right, anything, and that hey, stuff I'm don't die right away. I, before the show started, I noticed that Northeast Kansas fisherman said he hasn't been in uh, able to watch the show because of work. 
He's in chat tonight. Thank you for getting making your way back here. We're so happy yes, to have you back in chat tonight with us. It, uh, the work thing gets in the way of a lot of stuff, <laughs> but we're always glad to have you. Dater, I quit sucking my thumb when I was six months old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, find out what them vendors tables go for at Catapalooza, Dieter. When you get back, let me know. You could uh, give uh, James Arwood a message. He could probably tell you. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot all about that. He I might be still so. upset. I no, no, I ain't saying that. But yeah, uh, I'm sure they're they gonna have a big crowd. From what I understand, a lot of people's going. Well, you know, with the Catfish Conference being canceled, this is yep. the, the last big hurrah for this year, probably until next spring. So yeah, right. Hey, two stands is in the house. Did we mention him a while ago? No, sir. I didn't uh, think so. I, I'm always. I'm sure we got uh, Kevin Palmetto Cats. There's Catman Do Outdoors. Yeah, um, love that name. Trying to get every me too. That's awesome. Get everybody uh, that we got. Missing two old vets tonight. They ain't in there tonight. I haven't seen him, but um, he usually is. I hope everything's yeah. okay with him. Yeah, me David too. David Martin yeah. says that fish that crapped all over my bro probably ate some of that chicken. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> Oh, that's probably what it was. I, I got to tell you, if you guys haven't seen that video of David Martin and and Big Nasty out there, and uh, oh. got got sick when they caught it, you you need to go over to David's channel and check Ooh. that out. It's pretty entertaining. Now I've seen some catfish poop all in my times, but oh. that rascal right there, he just well. You just have to go watch it. You I'll do. Just say you got to go see it. Yeah, it was very fun. And them two, them guys have a blast out in that boat now. Now, David did tell me, however, that that Jeff has a, a thing, and for him to go fish with, you got to feed him. So, <laughs> hey, it works for him. I'm happy for him, man. Yeah, <laughs> got him right. That's a big old rascal. You, yeah, he'll eat you out of house and home. Uh, well, that's what I'm thinking. Wow, one more yeah. time. We need 30 boats, people. 30 boats. 30 boats for, for fishing for freedom, Quincy. Um, somebody please post David Martin's um, YouTube channel so that Uncle Luke can go watch well, it's his, Facebook it's his Facebook page. His Facebook page. Yeah, his Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook page. But, We're gonna uh, get him on there. We gonna he's gonna he's gonna have his YouTube channel. He's gonna do something. The boy catches too many good fish oh, not to share it with him. He he does. He catches a lot of great fish. Good people. But yeah, if you know any family out around Illinois, tell them take a boat. That's right. And if they don't fish and they got a boat, take a boat down there and put them on there. That, that's exactly right. It, Somebody will point you in the right direction where to go catch fish. That's right. And and some of the people that's running Fishing for Freedom now, it's moving around, and some of them that I'm usually used to dealing with are not doing as much or any as they're going to or have in the past. And, and I don't have all the names figured out, but if you just look up Fishing for Freedom, Quincy, Illinois, it'll come up on any web search that you do, and it'll put you in the right direction. Um, it is the most wonderful event that you could possibly be associated with. And I, I'm telling you right now, I, I think in eight or nine years for us, I didn't kept track real well, 
but we've never taken a guy out that didn't have a good time and are so thankful to be in a boat. Some of them know about fishing. Some of them never been in a boat before, don't, never fished before, but they all have a good time and they just want to be out and associated with the people that, that, that are putting this on and the fishermen and, and you will enjoy yourself. I promise. Yeah. Are they going to do any kind of live feeds or anything live? I don't believe they ever have. Now, whether they're going to this year or not, I don't know. I usually do a show up there. Right. Uh, and they've already, uh, are already asking me if I would come up and do another one this year. And I probably will. Um, but it's, um, it's just wonderful. I videotaped some of the people in the boat with us when, when we've done them. I've never done a live one. It, it, it's hard to do where I go to fish because sometimes you got signal and sometimes you don't. Of course, you know how that is. Right. Oh, but, yeah. Um, it, it's going to be it, it's going to be really good. And, and I see that Roger is in chat and uh, he just posted a link. Thank you, Roger. And I hope that Roger will uh, continue on tomorrow night because he's a he enjoys going over there. Yeah. And fishing that tournament and letting everybody know that we need those 30 boaters. Uh we got to have them. We, we just got to have 30 more. Uh, and if they got more than 30, that would be okay. It just means that some of the people that are on a waiting list that hadn't, wasn't supposed to get on boat might get to go. And yep. oh, yeah. maybe, there's nothing wrong with that. There, nope. There's nothing wrong with that. So nope. um, best to have too many than not enough. Absolutely. So if, if you, if you even consider it at all, please just sign up and go and, and uh, you'll you'll get a reward that that unbelievable reward of what you will see. That people are so thankful to to get to go and and like I say, catching fish is not the ultimate prize in this. It's just getting to spend time with a true American hero. Yes, sir. I mean, and it's a big honor. It is so live. huge. Yes. Now y'all going to list up some some information on the catfish trip that y'all just took the places that people can look into uh you know what i'm saying the area so people can start maybe looking that didn't get to go that they can look up the information on the place and maybe maybe if they don't even like me i would never be able to drag a boat i'd have to fly in yeah are there any guides up there if somebody wants to go up there any other time are they guys that they could take out or whatever they we are have to check into that because that's that's a quite good question james because i don't know i know jerry lives up there i know ken miller and troy hansen is up there all the time they would be good folks to ask that, them questions too and i'll try to to put something together but we have a Lake Mendota Cherokee Lake uh, Facebook page uh, that uh, Mark and I kind of put together uh, earlier this year. Right. And it'll either be updated for the next trip up there or a continuation of it or a new one. And uh, I can't imagine it being a new one. We might redo, revamp it for 2022 or, or whatever. But right. that way, we'll try to add some of that information if, as we get it, because surely there is, um, I would have to think. But Thank uh, you, Weekend Angler. He said, if I fly up, I got a seat in his boat. There you go. I appreciate it, buddy. Christina was up there, and, you know, Christina is uh, due to have a seen that at the end of June, I believe. And... Um, I don't think she let Josh catch any of the fish. I don't think she, <laughs> I think she pretty much handled it. They had a great time up there. 
some super nice folks. Of course, Rob and Jerry was up there in their kayaks, and Chris and Telly was there in their kayaks. Uh, all great folks, and uh, it was just it was just a good time. Good memories, wow! It is good it is. memories. Oh, Chris, you know, all the years that we fished all in tournaments, they get pretty stressful sometimes. This was this is no stress situation. Uh, I can't I believe like. how much fun we had. I, I just it's just unbelievable. And if people that do fish tournaments, if they could ever get to that point in their lives about the tournaments, I believe they would do a lot better in the tournaments and they would have more fun and yeah. the stress wouldn't be there. You know, Dave is such a turnoff to some people about tournaments that are brand new to the tournament, maybe fish the first tournament and they see these little clicks and stuff over here. People not talking, yeah. people talking yeah. about yeah. people. There was That's that. a big turnoff. There was none of that this weekend. And you never know that guy that gets turned off might be your next Bill Dance of the catfish world. You don't know that. You don't Ace, know that. You don't. Ace just said that uh, if he could get a ride with somebody, he would show them around the lake for free. That's a pretty yep. good deal. I, I know he lives really close up there and fishes that quite a little bit. So uh, that might be something somebody might look into. Damn. So so I take it that uh, with all the weeds, nobody was able to pull planter boards in that weedy part of the lake, were they? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to do anything like that on, on Cherokee. Now you can on Mendota, right? Yeah, but Cherokee is just—I um, never found a four-foot puddle the whole time we was on there. But I didn't go some of the places we went to the last time I was up there, so there may have been some, right? Um, just so everybody knows, um, Catfish and Crappie, Mark with Catfish and Crappie's show will be going on right after us. And then his show will be a continuation of this. And he's going to have guests. Uh, some of the people that, that was up to uh, Wisconsin over the weekend. And uh, they'll be talking about some of the things that happened. I hope they take it easy on me. I was nothing nice to them guys, especially Doc Reed. So maybe they won't be on me too bad. But now Josh, the weekend angler, he um, he might they might get on him a little bit. He just might, you know. Creole wants to know what kind of grass that was in the lake. I don't know. Um, Hydrilla. I would say that's what I'd say it is, Hydrilla. But I ain't I ain't hundred percent on that. Somebody that, that really knows uh, aquatic vegetation uh, could probably, Josh might know. He he knows a lot about that stuff, I think. Or Dockery might know. Uh, man, right. I, God, I hate to give it to him, but old Dockery knows a lot about um, fishing and stuff. Hydrilla, I haven't said. Yeah, it's, uh, okay. Dockery's smarter than he lets on. Yeah. He is. Irritating grass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We used to have a little. We used to have a little pond, and I hadn't got to go there in years. And the boy took me. I forgot all about it. He said, "Let's go fish this pond. It's way out in the middle of the woods." He said, "It's a heck of a bass pond, and there's some big old brim in there." I said, "All right." We started going down there. I said, "Man, I've been to this pond before." Got down there, Lyle, and it was like you said that water was crystal clear, but all the grasses would go to the surface. You could even run your trolling motor. You had to paddle around, and it was almost impossible to fish it. Yeah, yeah. 
He does know them silver cats. You are correct, Mad Catter. He does know silver cats. <laughs> cussing it, grass. Because every time you pull your your base back, you was cussing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We had such a wonderful time up there. Like I say, Ernie and Chrissy and and Josh and Telly and Christina and Parker and this it, it, the list just went on and on and on. And Betty and Brandon, they were so fun to be around. And and uh, we, we a continuation of friendship that we had online uh, now holds true to to be the the people that they are. And uh, it was really wonderful to meet everybody. And I I just I see no way that this is not going to continue. I just I just don't. So, yeah, they might be able to introduce some of those, uh, the grass carp into those lakes, but a lot of people don't like them grass carp coming in there. But, yeah, you know, Santee had to do it because Santee was getting real bad. Yeah. And, uh, you have to, I think you helped out some, but, you know, once that stuff takes over, that's why they tell people clean your boats. Yep. Don't yep. carry that to another lake. Uh, that's right. That, that's exactly right. And it, it has to do with, uh, uh, aquatic life too, not just uh, not just yeah. weeds and stuff, the mussels and different different things like that. So yeah, yeah them little zebra mussels that'll attach onto everything. Yep, That's anchor ropes and yes, Jerry, it is. It's lousy with carp. There's a lot of carp in there. A lot of carp. I'm just glad y'all had fun, it's safe, did. and made good memories. And even sound like even the bad times, fighting the grass and stuff like that, you still had good laughs and fun. That's what it's all about. It is, yeah. It was even if the stuff that that would would normally made a trip bad didn't seem to affect nobody. Everybody still had a great time. So there you go. Thanks everybody for watching Catfish Weekly tonight. We appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Mark is coming up with Catfish and Crappie right after we sign off. Um, be sure to sign up for Fishing for Freedom. Quincy, uh, Muskrat's going to talk about it tomorrow night. James going to talk about it Wednesday night. We're going to be talking about it Thursday and Thursday night on Panfish Nation. I hope that I can report that they got those 30 boats. So please, if yep. you are inclined to help them out and get them numbers up, we need that so bad to help our heroes. Um, thanks for watching everybody and we will see you next Monday night on Catfish Weekly God bless